Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Now more than 40 million people in the U.S. alone are struggling with stress and anxiety. My guest on today's show is David Essel, and he's here to talk about how shifting focus, tuning into the present moment, and ending procrastination can be a game changer as we create a more positive life. Are you ready to meet him? David Essel is a number one best-selling author, counselor, master life coach, international speaker, and radio host, whose mission is to positively affect two million people or more every day in every area of life, regardless of their current circumstances. David is verified through Psychology Today as one of the top counselors and life coaches in the U.S., and he's a Marriage.com verified relationship expert. His new book, is focus. Drop the law of attraction, slay your goals. You can find out more about David and his work at talkdavid.com. David, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, Karen, I'm excited to be with you, your audience, and these amazing messages we're going to share today. I want to know about that goal. Sometimes my goal for the day is to like get my socks on. So your goal is to positively affect two million or more people a day. How did you come up with that? Well, my first goal is to wake up. Um, and so yours is to put socks on and mine is to wake up. <laughs> but, you, you know, a number of years ago, I, I have had business coaches for years and years and years. And I work with counselors and coaches to this day. And a number of years ago, one of my coaches, that I, a business coach I was working with, I had said to her that I was really bored with continuing to increase our income every year. Now, that might sound like a weird statement, but, you know, the way in business that you work is you set a goal to increase your income by 25, 50%, whatever it is. And I have been doing that with her for years, very successfully so. What I said to her, I I want a different parameter. You know, I want to do something other than just making more money because we are making more money. We'll always make more money. I'm not concerned about that anymore. It was a great goal in the beginning. Well, let's shift parameters. So she threw it back on me as a homework assignment, Karen, and said, come back to me next week. Come back to me with what you think a great parameter of your mission statement will be and your goal of the year that has nothing to do with money. So we started out five years ago with affecting, positively lifting 250,000 people a day. And, of course, when we do this, just like all of your listeners, I'm going to tell you, when you set a goal, only set a goal that you can measure. Don't put out there that you're going to earn a million dollars a year unless you can prove how you're going to do that. And so when I came to my my business uh, uh, coach the next week and she said to me, what's the goal? I said, 250,000 people. She said, I know you already figured out how you're going to do it. I go, absolutely. And I threw it down to her and she said, oh, my God, this is great. Well, within less than six months, we had already accomplished lifting 250,000 people a day. So it's been five years, and now we're up to two million. Wow! And Karen, your show is one of the many ways. I mean, we're on radio interviews every day, and doing interviews is one of the ways that we reach hundreds of thousands of people a day that we would never reach. We have about fourteen hundred free YouTube videos 
that we have thousands of people a day tuning into that. You know, we have our own database that we mail out every week. We have a, a free inspirational video program that people can sign up for. They, they get a video five days a week. We're on television every couple of weeks. So it wasn't hard over time to start tracking the number of people that were lifting. And now we're at 2 million and, and we're talking about in 2019 that we could lift it up to 2.2 million a day. Wow. So we're just going to keep raising the bar and doing the work to give more people hope when a lot of times, like the topic we're going to discuss tonight, the last thing people feel is they could ever break out and achieve something positive. So we're doing it and we've been doing it now for years. We're going to continue to do it. And again, your show is one of the many vehicles that we love to use to give people viable information to change. So you said that the idea that we become what we think about all day long, I think I want to reach 2 million people, I think I want to make a million dollars, I think I want to have a pony, whatever it is, that that's false, that we become what we think about all day long. But instead that it's true that we become what we do all day long. And I think that's what you're speaking into. You get an idea, then you go out and make it happen. Yeah, exactly. And listen, the, the first quote is, is in our new book, Focus, Lay Your Goals, and it actually comes from Buddha. And, you know, Buddha said we become what we think about all day long. And I love Buddha, nothing against Buddha, but it's 2018. And, you know, there's so many books out there, Karen, that are so erroneous in nature that they're telling people that we become what we think about. And it's not true. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you there is a, a side of that that's true. But you can think the secret and the law of attraction continue to put people in the back ages, in the dark ages. Because they say things like, if you just imagine with emotion a red Maserati in your driveway, it must appear. I mean, the teachers of these theories are so off base because I don't care how much energy you put into the universe, whatever you put into this magical Wizard of Oz called the universe, they say, when you put it in there, it must return in kind. Well, that's absolute insanity. However, there's a part of it that is true. And it has to do with stress and anxiety and negativity. If you want to look at the true side of the law of attraction and the more powerful side of the law of attraction, the law of attraction is more powerful with negativity than it is with positive end results. And I'll give you an example. I have clients that will come in and they have been worried for years about their finances and they can't sleep or their relationships or their addictions they're filled with guilt and shame. They're filled with anxiety, depression. And that is the positive side of the law of attraction or the negative side of the law of attraction. Those thoughts will multiply like rabbits. All you have to do is start talking about how much you can't stand your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. All you have to do is talk about how you'll never lose weight. You'll never quit smoking. And those thoughts will multiply. However, in 40 years of doing this work, Karen, I've never had someone come in and say, David, after my session with you last week, I have this positive thought and I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> like, like all of my thoughts now are positive. So I will say the law of attraction can be verifiable. Unfortunately, it's more powerful from a negative perspective than a positive one. If you want to, all of our listeners, if you want to radically change your life, We've got to move away from the insanity that we've been taught, that your thoughts become things, unless you're talking about the negative side. 
And if we're talking about the positive side, shattering depression, shattering anxiety, making more money, creating a deeper love relationship, whatever you're talking about, you're going to have to look at the B part of what you just said in that quote is that we become what we do all day long is the massive key to success in life. So how do we shift our energy from that kind of endless whirling around and around. I often think of anxiety as our knowing that we should be doing something, but we're not doing anything. And so we put a lot of energy on the thing that we're not doing. And then we're anxious because then what's going to happen next. So how do we get out of that loop and turn that anxiety now into positive forward movement and action? That's a great, great question. Um, You know, Eckhart Tolle, one of my favorite authors of all time, of course, his most famous book is The Power of Now. One of the things, the messages that he gives in his book, it sounds so simple, but it really isn't. He said, if you live in this very moment, and the very moment that our listeners are listening and you're interviewing and I'm the guest, if we just look at our life in this very moment, there's probably, in this very moment, very little to be anxious about. For most of us. Now, if, you know, you just got in a car accident and you're on the side of the road listening to Karen's show and you're anxious about what's going to happen to your car, I can understand that. In this moment, you can be listening to the show right out of a car accident and be anxious. But besides that, what's happening in this very instant to create anxiety? And most of my clients, when I work with them, Karen, they'll say nothing. But they're anxious about the future. They're anxious about their procrastination because they haven't taken care of things. They're anxious about going to the doctor in six weeks or six months because they haven't changed their diet. They know their blood sugar levels are still off the charts. They haven't done anything about their current relationship. So they're going to go home from work tonight because they procrastinated and maybe they stayed in a hell-bent relationship way too long or they haven't asked for help. So they're going to go home once again to a relationship filled with dread So if we look at all this, we could say a huge part of anxiety is based on something you mentioned a minute ago, and that is we've procrastinated, taking care of tasks, taking care of ourselves, self-care. We've procrastinated learning how to meditate. We've procrastinated getting into regular exercise program. And by the way, those two activities right there can greatly diminish depression and anxiety. So... A lot of what we talk about when we're helping people to shatter depression, anxiety is, what are you running from? You know, the number one cause of depression in the United States and the world has nothing to do with genetics. As a matter of fact, 10% of individuals approximately that suffer from Great Depression is based on genetics. 90% of depression is based on emotions that we've never wanted to deal with and The wildest thing I'm going to tell you next is that the number one submerged emotion that creates depression is anger, unresolved anger, resentment, frustration over time create deep depression. Mm. So, you know, we're, we're talking about in order to shift from a life filled with depression, a life filled with anxiety is going to be. What have we procrastinated on? Is it self-care? Is it letting go of of anger, frustration, resentment from the past? What is it that we are not taking care of or haven't taken care of? 
If we can honestly answer those questions, Karen, we can move mountains in regards to how we feel about ourselves and this world. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is David Essel. His new book is Focus, Drop the Law of Attraction and Slay Your Goals. You can find out more about David and his work at talkdavid.com. So when we start to take a look at that, the thing that was buried, the thing we don't want to look at, it's very natural to say, there's that thing I don't want to deal with. I have been not dealing with it for a reason. I think I'll just back slowly away. But you would say that's maybe not the healthiest thing to do. It's the worst thing in the world. You know, putting our head in the sand, trying to stuff things underneath the carpet has never worked. If we look at the number of people in the United States that are obese or overweight, it's about 75% of the population. And the number one cause for overweight and obesity is emotional eating. And the number one cause of emotional eating is the avoidance of emotion, which creates emotional eating. So we really got, you know, and, and I'll say this, Karen, for a lot of our listeners, it's going to be very difficult doing a self-evaluation saying, okay, what am I procrastinating on? My resentments against who? My anger against who or what? My, my low self-confidence, my low self-esteem. A lot of us have to invest some time and money into the world of counseling and life coaching in order to get to the core of what we procrastinated on. Uh, and, and one of the reasons for that is that the mind is divided into the conscious and the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind says, that's it. I'm listening to another guest on Karen's show. I'm going to radically change my life. I'm going to figure out what I'm avoiding. I'm going to attack it. and I'm going to be a new person. I'm going to hire a counselor or a coach starting this week. And this is the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is the ruler. It's the king. And the subconscious mind has only one goal in life, Karen. And that's to keep all of us exactly where we are. Procrastinating on what we're procrastinating on. It also will keep us right where we are in regards to whatever we do well in life. So when we listen to a show like this, and I can tell you the people that we have helped in 30 years as a counselor and a coach, 40 years in the industry, that suffered from long-term agoraphobia, which means they can't leave their house, long-term depression, long-term fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, autoimmune disease, which in my book are almost 90% caused by submerged emotions. When we work with these people, it takes a while to get to the core and for them to get excited about shattering the power of the subconscious mind. Now, this is going to sound crazy, but as a former alcoholic and cocaine addict for over 25 years, my, and, and doing the work I'm doing right now, by the way, my subconscious mind continued. Every night when I said, that's it, I'm not drinking, I would get home at 8 o'clock to 8.30 at night, and the very first thought was, you know what? you've worked really hard today. Let's just relax with one glass of wine. And then that would turn into six or eight. Someone listening right now might go, that's what I say every night when I go, I'm going to go to the gym on the way home. And then as I'm driving past the gym, I go, you know, you really put a long day in. Let's just go. You deserve to relax in front of television for six hours is what you deserve. Well, we know that that's not beneficial for any part of change, but the subconscious is so hell-bent and keeping us right where we are, it will use justification, rationalization, and denial to keep us stuck. And in the world of depression and anxiety, it gets even bigger 
because we create an identity as a depressed or anxious person. Mm-hmm. With that, that identity, we surround ourselves with people who will feed our depression and anxiety. It's not your fault you just happen to have a crappy partner, or it's not your fault you had gen- a genetic malfunction that created this depression and or anxiety. Or maybe we'll surround ourselves with people that drink a lot or eat a lot of sugar in order to numb the emotion. And so here we are trying to battle this subconscious mind that says you are a depressed person. Your mom and dad were depressed. They were anxious. You just happen to have the gene. And it will do everything, Karen, to keep us stuck not doing the uncomfortable, not reaching out for help, but staying in this pattern that is so unhealthy. So how do we take that first step? What is it that happens when I am driving past the gym and I think I was going to stop tonight, but I think I'm going to go home and try to put my socks on again. And so I go home. What is it? What happens? How can I shift that? Well, the number one thing is to realize in the beginning of making any major change away from an identity of anxiety or depression or the identity that I'm overweight because it's in my family structure, only about 6% of obesity and overweight is caused by genetics. So number one, you're going to have to use willpower. I mean, we, we, we have willpower for a reason. Now, it will not take you for years and years down the road But willpower, which is simply a decision to change, is the number one step. That as you're listening right now and you're writing down, what am I avoiding? Am I avoiding my weight problems, my money problems, my anxiety, depression problems, my addiction problems, my relationship problems? Write down the one area of life that you know you're not doing the work that you need to do, and you've got to get out of victimhood. You've got to quit making excuses. And you've got to change. So step one is to write that down. Step two is to write down the step that you're going to take today in order to attack that. It might be going to the gym. It might be hiring a professional to help you. Step three is going to be, and this is a huge one, it's going to be to make a commitment. In the book Focus, Slay Your Goals, we set out a 90-day program. And we say if you follow the program in the book, which is six days a week, doing things you'd rather not do for about an hour a day on average, Karen, within 90 days, you can start to shift your mindset in regards to shattering the weight or health problems, the addictions, the anxiety, the depression. So it really does come down to a choice. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. Let's just be open and honest. I'm going to have to make a choice to, to write out a program of what I'm going to do six days a week for the next three months. And then the, the other thing I'm going to say is if it's been a long-standing issue with most of us, we have long-standing issues. Hire a professional, an accountability partner to keep your feet to the fire, Karen, so that when you see them every week, you've got someone that you've got to talk to about what you did honestly and what you haven't done. Allow them to be your cheerleader as well as that tough coach that's going to not allow you to get away with excuses anymore. Mm. And you're speaking into that thing. I think that anxiety and stress tells you you're all alone. It will always be like this. There's nothing else but this. This will go on and on. And shouldn't you be changing? No, you can't change. It just goes on and on like this. You're talking about really making lasting changes and then holding yourself accountable. 
that's scary, but it's scary in a delightful way. Yeah, well, you know what? Anything that's great in life, like, you know, when uh, the late Wayne Dyer was a friend of mine, and he endorsed our work starting in 1990. You know, Wayne overcame cocaine addiction and, and alcoholism. Uh, Deepak Chopra, a two-day, a, a two-pack-a-day smoker, when he was at the hospital in, in Boston before he became an alternative healer, you know he had to go through challenges. Susie Orman, who I interviewed many times when I had my radio show, her her office manager embezzled every penny of her name to her name, and she had to come back from this huge anger, rage, resentment that her office manager could take every penny. She had to start over again after already being successful in business. So you and I and your listeners, we can align with one of these people and see that, you know, even the most successful people in life, most of the most successful people in life have overcome huge challenges by making a decision, Karen, that today is the day, no more excuses. I'm going to write out a program. I'm going to hire someone to keep my feet to the fire and I'm going to radically change my life. As a matter of fact, in the book, Focus, Slay Your Goals, one of the favorite stories I tell is about Evelyn Keeling and Focus. Evelyn lost 245 pounds in her 40s. Wow. She was 245 pounds overweight. And in her 50s, Karen, she walked on stage in Las Vegas, Nevada, in front of 15,000 screaming fans as a 50-plus-year-old bodybuilder, 245-pound weight loss to a bodybuilder. She's an inspiration to millions of people. She got focused, followed the program that we talk about in the book, lost the weight, went to the next level, and now she's a little rock star. If Evelyn Keeling can do that, if Wayne Dyer can do it, and Susie Orman and Deepak, you can too. As you sit here listening to the show, you're going to have to get uncomfortable, but you can shatter your past, live in the present, and then have an amazing future if you so desire. Now, with just a couple minutes left, can you give us your website? Let the listeners know how to connect with you. You mentioned a ton of free resources to get people motivated and started on this path. Karen, you know, one of the greatest things that we offer people, we used to do a subscription. It's a free daily video program. When you go to talkdavid.com, T-A-L-K-David.com, you can see and sign up for David Essel's daily video boost. Five days a week, no charge whatsoever. You're going to get a motivational video sent to your email, about three minutes long, where we get to a thought of the day and action steps. So that's number one. Go to talkdavid.com and sign up for free for the Daily Boost. You'll also access our 1,300 free YouTube videos there. And then, of course, you can check out the book that's highly endorsed by one of my great friends, celebrity Jenny McCarthy. She's, she wrote the forward to the book, Focus, Slay Your Goals. So you can check out the book there as well at talkdavid.com. Wonderful. David, thank you so much for being on the show. It's um, You have a very uh, strong energy, and I feel that desire to help over 2 million people a day. That's wonderful. Thank you. Oh, Karen, you're welcome. You know, it is our passion. It's something I'll do from now until whenever I leave this plane. And I want people to know, your listeners today, that whatever they're facing, 90% plus we can overcome. Let's make today the day we start the change.
Wonderful. Thank you very much. That is David Essel, and his new book is Focus, Slay Your Goals. You can find out more about David and his work. You can connect with that free five-day-a-week video resource and much more at talkdavid.com. That's T-A-L-K-D-A-V-I-D, talkdavid.com. You can also find out more about what's happening in my world at karenhager.com. It's a great place to learn about upcoming classes and events. I'm also, uh, the heart of my work is doing private intuitive sessions with people who are looking for that spark, that courage to change their path for people who are wanting a deeper connection to spirit and a deeper deeper connection to their own enjoyment of the life that they're living. So that's at karenhager.com. I created a new class and I'm all excited. There's a new class called Practical Protection for Empaths that's now available to stream or download. That's a 75-minute audiovisual class that gives you real-world, practical, down-to-earth tools that you can use right now to help ground and shield and center yourself if these turbulent times that we're living in, if the challenges that we're going through are upsetting you or throwing you off. To be an empath without good psychic protection is not a not a happy place to be. So that resource is there for you at karenhager.com. If you believe, as I do, that when we put our our collective intention on peace that things can and do change. I invite you to check out our free monthly 15-minute guided meditation call at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.